Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. So welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. We're Heather Andrews, Coach Dave, and myself, James Johnson, your safe money people. Today, let's talk a little bit about preparation, all right? And, you know, how do we prep to become more healthy, how we prep to be more wealthy, grateful, all of that stuff. And, you know, Dave, we talked about having some preparation going into the new years about getting ready to do more exercise and do all that kind of stuff. What would, what would you tell people as far as prepping goes? So, so just as an example, last time Heather said planting seeds, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about what I planted. And I know you planted your pea pods somewhere along the way. So I that did. was that was preparation. What does preparation look like in, in the world of fitness to you? So for me, uh, preparing means finding out where you are. So I can't prepare a plan for anyone. Uh, I can't do anything for you if we don't know where you are. So we need things like obviously a body weight, a amount of fat. We need, you know, girth. We need all of these things, which give us information on where we are. Um, I, I'd say that that's probably the best starting point for everyone. And then just be honest and, and, and put everything down, hammer it all out so that then you're able to create goals and say, okay, in 12 months, I'm interested to be here. Okay, well, how do I do this? So I have people do goals and, and you know, do their long-term goals where it's 12 months or two years out. Because for most of us, fitness didn't you know, happen over the night. People didn't get fat like, that fast. I mean, it happens over a period of time. So when people do like a challenge, you know, in eight weeks, their, their trainer or their coach goes, Oh, we're going to drop 30 pounds of fat. And I mean, I mean, it can happen under extreme ways of doing things, but the average is most people won't lose a fat that they can hold off for the long period of time to doing that. They need to think, okay, well, versus doing this in eight weeks, what would happen if I did this in 12 months, 18 months, two years, you know, and every month I'm going to do a little more, a little more. I'm going to, you know, eat a bit healthier. I'm going to do this. And it all adds up. I, I'm a big one for small things over time add up, but it's creating habits and habits are based on what our long-term goal is. You know, you reminded me of, a, I used to watch this show called The Biggest Loser. Okay, yeah. yeah and which is I funny hate those. Because like the last <laughs> thing I ever need in my life is to lose weight because I, I, I'm just, that's my metabolism. I'm very high strung. And, and so, but what I, what, I, what I found very interesting about that show and what you just said is I'm a numbers guy, right? I, I'm, I'm really into the numbers. And but, so when you look at those people, you said, well, losing 30, 40 pounds. Those guys were losing like 50, 100, 200 pounds. They were losing a whole person, okay? But, but the thing to keep in mind is, is that, okay, that program lost 30 pounds, but that was only 8% of that person's entire body weight. Right. 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 
So if you're if you are 200 pounds and you lose 8%, that's that's 16 pounds and all of a sudden you're 184, right? So that you can't lose 30 pounds because suddenly you're anorexic. So so you got to put it into perspective as to what percentage wouldn't you say? I mean, isn't it more about it, it, like you said, you eat the elephant with small bites and that small bites is when you break it down to a percentage 30 pounds for one person and 30 pounds for another person. That's two whole different places. It is. Yeah. Um, I think with, with shows like the biggest loser and things, I mean, I really don't care for any of those because it's, it's basically saying, Hey, how fast can we lose, you know, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pounds. Will this happen over the season, which is two months or three months. If you look at everyone who's been on that sh show, when they lose their weight, and then you find out about them, you know, three months, a year afterwards, they've gained all of that weight plus weight back. Because what they haven't done is they haven't changed habits. They've, you know, somebody, a trainer has headed in there and gone, you got to do this. And they go hard for eight weeks. And then, but they don't create that habit. They don't get busy doing it. They don't, you know, understand where the habit is going to bring them in a longer period of time. And when they stop this trainer eight weeks out, you know, and they go, oh, okay, so I can go back eating hamburgers and ho-hos. It doesn't work like that. That's not the long-term answer here. You know what I mean? And, and, I feel like those sh sh shows actually do more harm than good because if you do look at the people long term, it's it it isn't helping the, 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 at all. Right. Now I, I completely agree with that, and um, I'm doing Coach Dave's challenge right now, and I uh, yeah I, I think That's that awesome. the reality is is that um, as he said in in the book Atomic Habits, which I know we've talked about, but I think it it bears repeating here. It's about the process. And so for me, it was just about adjusting the time of day I was eating. So, um, you know, that was the easiest switch for me. But when you talk to people about fasting, I might as well be talking to them about witchcraft because they're just like, oh my God, I can't not eat for 12 hours. Well, when you really think about it, it's not a long time because no. you eat dinner early. And then you go to bed and wake up. I mean, 12 hours later is not that long. So, you know, I, what I'm finding, though, by just making that little change is that I'm less hungry um, altogether. And there is some benefits to fasting, um, especially in people who are over 45, not like everybody on this call. You know, it's just that you don't require as many calories because you're not growing anymore. You're now maintaining. And so, you know, so it, it's really not that big of a stretch to to add uh, fasting. Agreed. And 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 you were saying earlier, um, a, a thing that I, I think is true is that so many people, when they think of you know, um, healthiness and, and, and fat loss and everything else. They, they think that end goal is the important thing. And it truly isn't. 
you know, because, okay, so you lose that 30 pounds. Okay. Are you going to be happy? Most people I know who I've helped lose that weight, they get there and I go, okay, so are you happy? And they go, not any more than I was. It's about, it's about the journey. And I know that that's such a cliche thing, but developing the habit that you really enjoy doing this. You love being active. You love being able to, you know, push weights a little more or go for a little longer walk or go on a longer bike ride or surf more or do anything. Like that's where it's at. It isn't about a number on the scale. All of those things are helpful, but you know, if, if you don't, if you don't embrace what it is and create those habits, then, you know, you, you won't be happy at a hundred pounds or 300 pounds. Yeah. It's, it's about the why. And so for me, it's about being able to take my niece and nephew roller skating. I introduced them to that over the weekend. They had never done it before. And it was something that was a huge part of my childhood, but I can't go roller skating if I'm not taking care of myself. And so I hadn't been on roller skates in 20 plus years, but I was immediately able to pick it up and keep going. And why is that? It's because I'm already in shape. So I don't hurt, even though I was skating two days ago, um, because I, I'm in relatively good shape. I was able to, you know, go around and I didn't fall. And, you know, but I also, you know, will say that, you know, if it's you're doing something you haven't done before, you got to give yourself a little bit of grace because, you know, sure. my niece and nephew fell a lot on Saturday, a lot, but that's okay because they were willing to get back up and try it again. And I think we have to have that attitude. You, you probably haven't done anything well the very first day. And if you're starting an exercise program or a diet for the first time, you know, the first day is going to be hard, but the second day is easier. And it's about repeating that habit or that system that really makes a difference. So, you know, make it easy for yourself so that you have, you know, if you're getting up out of bed and you're going to be working out, like have your tennis shoes beside the bed ready to go. There's no excuses and keep your phone off. That's my trigger is if I turn my phone on, I don't do my next habit because I get caught up in what's going on on the phone, returning client emails or, you know, following somebody on social media. It, 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 it's ridiculous. So if you want to make it stick, turn off the social media, turn off the phone, turn off the distraction and focus on what it is you're trying to accomplish. It's almost like you've, you've been living in my life or something because you're always bringing up these points that are just, they make me want to crack up laughing. So what you probably don't know about me, well, we'll talk a little bit about surfing in a second, but what you probably don't know about me is that I was just like this close to a professional roller skater. Okay. <laughs> so Really? Uh, I want to hear about the, 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 the so yes. I was like, I don't know, eight years old or something like that. My <laughs> sister took me roller skating and I swear to God, I hit the floor so many times that you can't even imagine. I'm laughing when you're talking about how many times they fell within a month, within one month. And, and keep in mind that this was in 1970. Okay. Within one month, 
I owned a pair of speed skates and a pair of figure skates, all of which were worth more than $500. I went out and earned every freaking dime I had to in order to get them. And I was roller skating somewhere between 40 and 80 hours a week. And at one point I was I would get up in the morning, I would roller skate my paper routes, I would roller skate to school, I would roller skate home for school, I would roller skate my paper routes, I would roller skate four miles to the roller rink, I would roller skate all night long, do dance figures, freestyle, and speed, roller skate home, and I and on Saturdays and Sundays, I never came home, I was at the roller rink the entire time. As a matter of fact, one time, I roller skated most of the way from Seattle to San Diego, okay? Now, <laughs> so it yeah. crack up when you say that, and, and the, the point of that story is, is that they fell down over and over and over again, and they were willing to get back up, all right? I, I had like the most incredible weekends surfing on Sunday. I caught two of the most incredible waves I've ever caught in my life. And what I would tell you is, is now I've been surfing for 50 years. I'm almost 60. I've been surfing about 10 years now. I bodyboarded and boogieboarded a lot before that, but... I got my ass kicked for the first three, four years of surfing over and over and over and over again. And it took me a really long time to get to the point where I could actually ride a wave and do it well, or I I shouldn't say do it well, but do it okay. And now I got two absolutely incredible rides that the reward was so huge that when I leave the water right there, if all I got were those two rides, it was worth the paddle out. It was worth all the headache and everything along the way. Agreed. But if you put that as your end goal and said like, okay, I'm only interested in this, you wouldn't have spent three years at it because every wave that knocked you down at some point you're like, well, screw this. I mean, it just hurts. I mean, I'm getting my ass kicked out here. You've got to enjoy at least trying to enjoy you know, the fact that you can and you're able to move and you can lift weights and you can go for a bike ride and you can go surfing and skating and doing these things. You know, that's the fun part of it all. And I think that as I age more, I'm truly enjoying the fact that I can do all of these things. I'm still able to do do all of the things I love at a fairly high, you know, aid here. Whereas I see others, you know, the, the same age falling off. And I'm like, I like this, you know, it isn't about, you know, doing, you know, this one big thing. It's about just, just having fun. Well, so. and I think, I think Dave, that really important in what you just said is one of the most important things you have to learn to do is to laugh at yourself. Oh, completely. All right. Because I got to tell you, while I was getting my ass kicked on that surfboard, I was laughing at myself. Frustrated from time to time, but I was laughing at myself. Oh, my God, you idiot. You did that again. All right. And and I would just laugh and I would keep going. And and I find it to, to become successful at anything, you have to learn to laugh at yourself. You know, like Heather, when you crawled on those roller skates, by the way, it's not an experience for me because I really am good on them. Okay. All <laughs> right. We're going to go do this. I really am good. <laughs> I on mean, I've played hockey When you call, I, I mean, I'll jump on them and be skating legs out like this backwards in 30 seconds. And I haven't been on skates in five, 10 years. All right. I mean, I really am that good. But, but when you got on them, you were not steady. 
as you were the last time you were on them. Sure. So you were kind of laughing at yourself thinking, oh, I remember this. All right. Were you not? Uh, I was good with that part because I'm, I'm good with balance. But I, at one point, there was a group of teenagers that went from a group to a fan, like a wall. And the only way I could, I couldn't stop fast enough. So I had to grab onto one of them. I'm sure they are still laughing about the old lady who grabbed onto them. Like, I'm sorry, but it was either grab onto them or take them out. And I apologize. My office assistant is now talking. That's okay. Hi, kitty, kitty. There he is. So, so, so I think it's important to, that if you're, if you're gonna, if you're gonna be doing this and as, as you're going along, that every once in a while, just stop and laugh at yourself. All right, just you know, take say, take some a, a, a break from it because it's going to become overwhelming. All right, I, I don't care what it is that you're trying to do, anything that's new that you're trying to have it, you're trying to create, it's going to become overwhelming, and you just got to stop every once in a while, take a deep breath, and say, you know, I can do this. Like I can get my way through it. Yeah, okay. and I think I think if you've ever heard about the five second rule, it's a great rule to have, which is try anything for five seconds. And then you're like, okay, I got this. It's just really the art of the start. You know, you got to be willing to give it a start. And even if you just do one push up, um, you know, that's okay. If that's all you can do today, that's all you can do. But it's important that you do it. It's in getting in the habit of it for sure. I don't know about the try anything, but I'll, I'll go with your rule. <laughs> Almost anything. There's some things I just never need to try. I'm okay. No. With that. I'm good with that. There's some weird <laughs> stuff I ate in China that I would not recommend, uh, like jellyfish. So don't I'll give, do it. I'll give you a rule about traveling in Asia, all right? And this is never for – remember, I used to fly 200,000 miles a year. I've been, like, practically everywhere. And, and my favorite thing to do in that, and the thing I miss the most is eating, because I used to eat in some pretty fabulous places. But here's the number one rule about traveling in Asia. Never, ever, I don't care if you like it, you dislike it, I don't care what it is, never ask what it is, okay? Just eat it, you either like it or you don't like it, but you don't want to know what it is, all right? Yeah. Just trust don't, me. I, as someone who's you know been a diver their whole life, I'm like, I cannot believe I have tried to avoid jellyfish my entire life, and now you want me to eat it. It is horrible. Don't eat the jellyfish. Yeah. Well, I could tell you that I eat much weirder things than jellyfish. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> and, 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 you know, um, never mind. <laughs> Let's leave it at that. So what I would just tell you is just never, ever do that. Hey, listen, this has really been great. I, I think that the thing to remember is that whatever it is you're trying to do is to prep. I mean, we'll talk a little bit more of it on the next episode here, but the, because it's kind of the same thing. You, you know, if you're in the financial side, if you're in the gardening side, whatever it is that you're trying to do, you really need to know where you are. You can't, you can't get to where you want to go if you don't know where you are. And once you know where you are, then you can set some goals. And then the biggest thing is measuring them along the way to make sure they get there. I, you know, I, I put my seeds in the ground. Well, I didn't put my seeds in the ground. I put my seeds in the tray in, in the second week of January. All right. And I'm already starting to see the rewards from that and, and getting ready to prep up my garden and, and my garden is coming along and I'm doing things I wouldn't have done otherwise if it wasn't for the butterfly girl and um listen we're healthy wealthy and grateful it was always a pleasure to see you guys here hear you on every wednesday um remember to, to be back here to our next episode on wednesday remember to live like you're gonna die tomorrow plan like you're gonna live forever you just might 
Keep smiling and make it a great day. And we'll see you very soon. Bye now. Take care. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember, live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.